The following program is sponsored by Team Reba of Remax Metro Eastside and Eric Osnes of Homebridge Financial Services. Welcome to Open House with Team Reba. Each week, Team Reba will be bringing you a roundup of real estate and mortgage news, along with information about the local Puget Sound region, highlighting some of the best and brightest entertainment options, family events, neighborhood highlights, and local business interviews, so you can feel right at home in the Pacific Northwest. Welcome once again to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Reba Hass of Team Reba, Remax Metro East Side. Happy Saturday, and I'm Eric Osnes from Homebridge Financial Home Mortgage. Mm-hmm. Happy Saturday right back at you, and to our listeners, thanks for being with us today. That's right. We're here every Saturday from 2 to 3 o'clock, bringing information on real estate finance and all good things in between. Yes, everything related. That's right. And you can also catch us occasionally on Sundays as well. Yes, from From, 3 to 4. That's right. And? On podcast. Mm -hmm. Yes. If you want to re-listen to a show uh, or bypass the ads. Don't tell the station I said that. that. (laughs) No, if you if no seriously, if you do want to go back, because there's oftentimes a lot of really great content that we're covering. That if you want to take, let's say you're driving in your car, we certainly don't want you taking notes. Don't get on your Evernote or get a pad of paper out. Like you can go back and find these and have them available to you on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify. Buzzsprout, whatever your favorite podcast methodology is, we are there for you. Wait, 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 back up, back up. What's an what? Evernote? I don't okay. know. I don't know that term. Is that? Are, like are you ele- joking? No, I'm not. Is that an electronic? Yeah, it's oh, a, a okay. lot electronic okay. note taking. Evernote, so that you can uh, do it across multiple devices, and then go in and do like search terms to find content you're looking for. Like, let's say you're somebody who has to do a lot of writing, like when I was blogging and mm-hmm. sure, you know whatnot. <laughs> I've never um, used it. Oh, I've, yeah, I've lots of people the, do. Uh, the uh, spiral binder and a number two Ticonderoga. Well. <laughs> Well, you can see I'm sitting here with a notepad, too, and I see you with your spiral yeah. binder as well. But but there are times that you don't have that pad of paper, or some people like to have that organizational methodology. I like it. Yeah, why not? You know, it's, uh, it can be handy. So, uh, you know, that kind of goes along that whole uh, venue, or not venue, the kind of the, the way we plan on having the show today. Things we're thankful for. That's right. Some That's people right. are thankful for having Evernote available to them. And I'm thankful the paper still exists. You know, <laughs> and I'm, I'm glad that we're on this, this topic because yes. flip on the TV, flip on the radio usually, mm-hmm. and it's just negative, negative, negative. Yes. Everything's just, you know, this, this group's against that group, and that group's mad at that group, and oh, yeah. all that kind of stuff going on. It's like... Just let's take a breath. Yes. And and when you Well when and you, realize we're in some of the best times I ever know, on the planet. That's the thing. But that's the whole point. You and I have had this show now for over four years. Yeah. Right. So I'm, first of all, I'm thankful for that. Well, sure. And thankful that you've been hosting this with me. We've had this nice consistency. But we have also tried very hard to be realistic but also not pessimistic Mm -hmm. even when there's difficult things going on in marketplaces there are almost always things that you can find to be thankful for and that are positive about what's happening absolutely right and uh, you know because i actually had this happen recently you know i'm i'm involved in some yacht club activities as you know and it's so funny because a local newscaster um from channel four is someone involved in these events and it was funny because i was listening to her spouse talk about he's like you know I wish we just had a TV station that just had happy stories. <laughs> and, you know, but the reality is 
even though there's all these positive things, we're in the safest time on the planet, the most um, financially, you know, um, positive for everyone across the planet. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, things have improved so much over the you know decades and centuries that we have this great quality of life going on right now. Like we talk about that inside of the book, Abundance, right? right? right. Peter Diamandis talks about how we're in this great time. We we typically take for granted. Yeah, because we have all this technology. We still have all these great, you know, resources available Mm -hmm. and, you know, humanity, right? All coming together in creativity. And for the marketing dollars to get spent, to get the ad space sold, they feel like they have to come in and just smack you upside the head constantly with negative. Mm. And it really boils down to, because I do a lot of reading on these topics, they're just trying to get your monkey brain in a frenzy so that you feel like you have to do some other thing or go Mm -hmm. buy some other object, Mm -hmm. right? Right, right. And it's just constantly draining people um, physically, emotionally, and literally in their brain. We've always had that. And and you can go back, you know, decades even, you know, and, and during mm-hmm. the Cold War, War, it was oh yeah fear of that. It was fallout shelters and yep. build your own in your backyard. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we we've had oh, yeah. all these different you know uh, you know potential crises that have that have come up, and we're supposed to do this. Yeah, Y two K. Remember that one? Oh yeah. Oh geez. Yeah, you that, know, people that was selling a big the survival face. Yeah. survival packages yep. and and all of that. Everything's and, gonna you know all the yeah, grid yeah. systems are gonna shut down and. Right. No right. computers will work. You can't buy anything at the shops because all the registers will stop working. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that didn't happen. Fortunately. Yeah. yeah yes, fortunately. We, we are up, thankful it did not. We all woke up that day and then they're like, ah. Yeah, then yeah. was it about five years ago? Yeah, but ago? a lot of consultants made a lot of money during that time. Yes, I'll tell you that. Did. Yes, they <laughs> did. Was it about five years ago the Mayan calendar had the world coming to an end? Oh, yes. I, I, I had several friends who wanted to be mm-hmm. out on boats yeah. because they were expecting the earth to tip i had um and i thought these were two really (laughs) smart people that i know and i just stared at them like wow really i I I didn't know you thought uh, that my facebook i posted the weather forecast you know monday tuesday wednesday it was going to be sunny and 62 degrees and then thursday it was going to be you know 2400 degrees fire coming from the air from the sky but uh, I'm glad you that, waited for me to finish taking my drink to finish that phrase. <laughs> that didn't happen either. So we're happy about that. Yes, we're yeah. also thankful yeah. for that. But no, seriously, um, you know, we're we're going to kind of take a break probably from, you know, the rates. and so, I mean, rates are still, we're thankful that they've oh, been we're very good, very good yeah. still lately. Yeah. Um, you know, the fact that compared to last year at this time, right? Last year at this time, they were very high. Full percent lower. Yeah, than a year ago. Yeah, That's so right. again, we're thankful for that. So, but mm-hmm. even last year, we still had, you know, we had a decent market. Mm-hmm. It did soften everything over what's gone on in 2019. I'll be curious mm-hmm. to see what 2020 has in store for us locally, but it it, it didn't shut everything down, no, right? Last no, year, sure. there was a lot of people holding their breath, wondering what was going to go on with Amazon. I know the recent elections. You know, there's still some questions about whether or not Seattle City Council is still going to try and be able to come and, mm-hmm. you know, attack them, so to speak, as mm-hmm. as they felt they and other businesses have had happen over the last several years. But, you know, in general, though, we've got, from a housing market perspective, a still strong market. There's mm-hmm. still a lot of properties that, you know, are selling that first two weeks that they're on the market for either at or above asking price. And then the rest of them, it's not that it, it's a huge precipice that they drop off of. It's either they just take maybe a couple weeks longer, maybe one price adjustment. But it's it's not unheard of to see that a, an average is around 60-some days right now. 
Wow. Yeah, compared to, remember, what was it, about four years ago, three, four years ago? Just we two had the, years. The feeding frenzy. Yeah, 2017 was mm-hmm. really kind of like the, the peak when of the, the, peak yeah, of the frenzy. Yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah. the spring of 2018 had little bits of that, but then by June it would, had, had stopped. Yeah. 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 But, yeah, the feeding frenzies, I mean, oh, my gosh, it was not unheard of to have, you know, 20 offers on just one property. Mm-hmm. I mean, right. I think the the most I heard at one point was somewhere over 50. And that's Crazy. just insane. You know, we're still seeing a f- little bit of that depending on the home. And oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not 20 offers or maybe five or six. Yeah, but sometimes you'll still get four, maybe yeah. five. Oh, sure. It's not uncommon. I mean. Yeah. Totally absolutely. not uncommon. Yeah. So, you know, it's just really boiling down to, you know, the preparation into it. Um, they're not even always the best ones. I think I mentioned this on a mm-hmm. recent show. We had one that like really heavy duty smoke, you know, yeah. scent inside. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, but because we priced appropriately for that, yeah. we did have four offers of which three of them went over asking price. Wow. So, you know, that, and that's, you know, that deal is actually uh, closing this month. So I'm also thankful for that, <laughs> well, you know, you <laughs> so, and in fact, if anything, our clients are very thankful because mm-hmm. they put a lot of time and effort into that. They started working on it. And, and let me just give, you know, for our listeners, you know, as we come to the end of 2019 and are looking very quickly ahead at what's going to be coming into 2020, if you are considering selling your home, mm-hmm. now is a really good time to start doing those preparations or having conversations with a real estate professional like myself to start getting an idea of what you have to prepare. Mm-hmm. Because that same family that's closing here in November on that property started their preparations in January. Right. It's really important to get the mm-hmm. advice of a qualified professional to tell you, give you, give you the punch list. Tell mm-hmm. me what I need to do. And yes, uh, because yeah, and you, assess because sometimes mm-hmm. you might go down the wrong path of right. you know repairs that yeah. are going to give you less bang for the buck. Maybe you need to do some other things. And, and here's the other bonus of doing it early and getting that punch list is you can spread that cost out. Mm-hmm. There's nothing more stressful for somebody to look at is like, oh my gosh, I have like $20,000 or 10000 or whatever that cost mm-hmm. is going to be. Because right. it's not just a, a money cost, it's a time cost. Oh, for sure. Right? Yeah. And so to look at all those things and think, oh my gosh, I have to do this and still be it's trying to live my life. It's overwhelming. Yeah. 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 Good preparation goes such a long way in like making it easier and more palatable to like kind of get through. Palatable? Right? Palatable, whatever. Well, yeah. Well, However you want to say it. And palatable. Potato, potato. <laughs> you and I have a couple of things we say differently. Yeah. Well, that's right. I, I will never be one to profess to be At least pronouncing you... things correctly every time. For Especially sure. some of our guest names. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or titles. <laughs> it's the titles more but than I... the names. Yeah. I, no, yeah. that is not true. Yeah, but okay. But I am thankful <laughs> you've gotten better over the years. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. So... Uh, for our listeners, we want to make sure this is still a good show for you. I know we're going to be going into a break in about a minute. But, um, you know, we do also have our social media sites and things like that. So if you want to share with other listeners what you're thankful for, please feel free. You can get on to our uh, – we've got a Twitter page, Team Reba. We also have Instagram page, Team Reba Real Estate. There's also our Facebook page, Team uh, Team Reba at Remax. That's right. You know, just start typing that in, and you'll find us. It's not too hard. And over on the finance side, we've got a, a Twitter 
and uh, Facebook, Eric is my banker, or email, of course, Eric at ericismybanker.com. Yes. So I'm, I'm always looking for positive. And here's the other yeah. thing. If you also have recommendations or requests for shows that you'd like to see us do in the future, mm-hmm. please, by all means, put those into any of those uh, areas, you know, social media, or send us an email at info at teamreba.com. We'll be happy to get those on air soon. Sounds good. Well, we got to go take a quick break. We're going to be right back. More Open House with Team Reba. Stay tuned. Open House with Team Reba on AM 1590. The answer. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Eric Osnes from Homebridge Financial. And I'm Reba Hass from Team Reba. And we're here every Saturday from 2 to 3 o'clock bringing you information on real estate and finance. Happy Saturday, everybody. Yes. Always happy to be here and glad you are here listening. Busy as usual. My gosh. I don't know if it's this year or it just seems like this year's a little busier than usual. I'm looking at my calendar between now and and, and through the holidays. Mm-hmm. Every single weekend is full. Because of just like fun just stuff to stuff, do? or Different fun stuff to do. Not all fun, but mostly fun. Yeah. Not all fun. <laughs> okay. I'm talking about family. Uh, all that family stuff I love. Oh, yeah, love, yeah. Love, love. No, I know you but, always uh, have, no, have a no, good no. time. Yeah, course, no, I, yeah. I'm sort of like you. There's a lot of things that are going on. Um, Actually, if I may throw a couple of those out because, mm-hmm. you know, we're going to be finishing up this uh, right after Thanksgiving, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, the next couple of weekends after that, though, are when a lot of lighted boat cruises are going on Mm -hmm. that are kind of traditions in the Puget Sound region. So one of the ones that I really like uh, doing uh, because my club is very integrally in part, uh, you know, part of this one. Um, Now you got me thinking about how I say words integrally. (laughs) I can't even say it now. Um, (laughs) But we're integral to the Kulan Park in Renton, Gene Coulon Park. They do their big lighted Christmas trees and the candy cane lane and all that kind of stuff at the park. It's a big family-friendly event. And the first Friday in December is when our boats go out. So our yacht club... A bunch of us light up our boats, and it, trust me, it's not an easy task to put Christmas lights all over a boat. No, definitely right? not. Because there's yeah. a lot of things you got to kind of work around and not mess up and not fall off the boat while you're doing it and a whole bunch of other yeah, things. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, you know, while you're trying to do all that. Plus, you're outside, right? Um, but they do this whether it's rain or shine. Um, oh, fun. Yeah, it's totally fun. And so families will all come out, you know, singles, families, whoever you are, you know, they come out, they see the lighted, um, you know, all the lights get turned on and the boats come out and we're all lit up too. And there's music and people are singing carols and we do several laps around showing off all the, you know, fun decorations. I mean, I've had friends totally go out fun. there with like the big blow up things. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. like a big Santa or a reindeer or whatever. I mean, it's really interesting, especially when there's wind conditions watching those things move around on the front of a boat yeah but yeah no it's it's super fun and um a lot of times that's in conjunction with argosy out there Mm -hmm. as well on one of our big ships and uh so anyway that's going on the first friday but then it also happens the second saturday we go out again now they already have the uh the lights on in the park but we do the lighted christmas boat tour again Mm -hmm. for anyone who wants to come and enjoy that if they aren't able to do it on a friday night yeah, just go hang out at a local park mm-hmm. and, you know, 
Just yeah. be warm. Bring your hot toddies with you or whatever That's you right. Your hot cocoa for the kids the, and stuff. Enjoy the boats. Yeah. No, they they have that. And then, of course, on Lake Union, uh, Queen City Yacht Club also has mm-hmm. one that they uh, are heading up. And then there's also um, another cruise on Sunday that is a volunteer effort by a lot of uh, different clubs that go to Maidenbauer Yacht Club, where we take a lot of folks that have maybe uh, other forms of like disabilities and things mm-hmm. that we get them onto boats in nice. the afternoon and go do a big uh, tour around in Lake Washington for ah, that. That's wonderful. Yeah. yeah. So there, we got a lot of people signing up for those things right now, but it's a lot of fun for uh, many, many people. So I'm thankful that we have fun stuff like that going on around oh, here. That's, that's, that's awesome. You know, I, I, I think about that every time I'm out on, on a boat, I'm, you know, that uh, we're so lucky to live where we live. And there's so many people that live in our town that never even really experienced that. The yeah. water and. Well, and I so had never close. done the Kulon lighted thing mm-hmm. before. And now that I'm part of the Yacht Club, I've done it. And I was like, I had no, because I always knew Kulon did a really big 4th of July. Mm-hmm. Right, right? right. I knew that always happened every year. Yeah. But I didn't realize that they did something around, you know, the holidays. Oh, so I, th- I, it was really nice to kind of get to know something new and different that Absolutely. was in the area. Yeah. 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 Well, and never forget about Leavenworth also this time of year. Yes. Their, uh, their uh, Christmas lighting festival starts on December 7th, so just around the corner here. And if you haven't made it over to Leavenworth, um, it's, a, it's a great time of year to go there. There's always lots going on this time. Of course, caroling and uh, what's mm-hmm. the nuts, the... the uh, the chestnuts? Chestnuts. Yes. Resting on an open fire. You well, know, you got know, all that going on. Well, and right... Uh, well, maybe one we or can two also get that here in town. Around there, oh but, yeah, uh, just a few of those. Well, also if you want to get your chestnuts just here in town, Wajimaya. Yeah, Wajimaya, because there's always here down in the international district, right across from our studios. In fact, we could see them from here. That's right. That's yes, right. I do That's stop right. in there every once in a while and pick some of those up when it's a cold day like today. Absolutely, <laughs> <laughs> never bad, never bad. Yes, thankful for well, those. Well, good. Yeah, I need to get over to Leavenworth for a while because you know the other thing they do is there's a winter festival over in Chelan. Mm-hmm. So I have a right. bunch of friends who are going to be going to that as well. Yeah, there's a there's one group where you can actually book it. They you get on a a sleigh and they they take you out by sleigh. From here? Not from here, <laughs> but uh, once you're in Chelan. I was going to yeah. be that's one up, heck of a up, trip. Up towards the golf course, you know, takes you up into the hills. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do a big open you know, oh, nice. chuck wagon kind of a kind of a deal going on. Just fun. very cool. Just a whole different experience, you know, if you want to kind of see the winter that way. I am down for something like that. There you go. Although I will be also out on a boat again. People are going to get tired of me talking about boats. <laughs> well, no, I, last last year I got the benefit of um, Thanksgiving and Christmas on a boat, and I'm doing that mm-hmm. again this year. Excellent. And yeah. it's, you know, it's very interesting to be out in the San Juan Islands. Roche Harbor, which is super packed in the summertime, mm-hmm. you know, people, you can get there by ferry, right? right, right. Uh, you don't have to just get there by, I no. mean, you have to still get there by a ferry boat, right. you know, but... Um, you know, Friday Harbor and all those other places are actually still really charming places to go to, Absolutely even in the wintertime. Oh, for you sure. Know, you shouldn't limit yourself being there just in the summer. Yeah, so Roach Harbor is one of my favorite little spots oh, yeah. up in the San Juans. You yeah, know, and they've got staff place. working and they have great meals and everything's going on. It's it's a good time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Like all that. So, okay, we're talking about things that are going on in um the Pacific Northwest, you know, part of the lifestyle side of, you know, what's going on in the holidays. But we said we were also going to talk about what we were thankful for within our industries. Mm -hmm. You know, we're always trying to be educational here, right? Right. So sometimes these are things that you and I sit here and disparage. Mm -hmm. 
But I really want our listeners to understand why it's so key that some of these things actually exist, mm-hmm. right? If they haven't heard it on a prior show of some sort, um, you know, you and I always joke, uh, one of our, th- especially when we're doing our classes, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so like in a, in a show in December, we're going to announce what our classes for 2020 are going to be. Mm-hmm. But um, TRID. Right. The, the mouthful of an acronym <laughs> that, that you and I joke is, the reason I drink. <laughs> right. TRID, which actually really stands for the Truth and Lending Settlement Procedures Act Integrated Disclosure Rule, uh, which was enacted as Wait, part- did you say the whole thing? Because it's Truth and Lending Act, Real Estate Settlement Procedures Act, mm-hmm. Integrated Disclosures. I, I guess you did. I, yeah, I, TILA, RESPA, Integrated Disclosures. I got a couple disclosure. acts out there. Yeah. Okay, got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but TRID was enacted as part of 2010 Dodd-Frank legislation, mm-hmm. which was a result from the major housing crisis we had in you know, towards, um, you know, 2006, 2007, 2008. Can you and believe it's been almost a full decade? It's been a decade. It's yeah. been a decade. Yeah. yeah. I know. Yeah. We're, and, and, and I still have PTSD from that. You and <laughs> you know? me both, brother. Yeah. It, it was not, <laughs> not a fun time, but, you know, no. and, and, and you make a good point, And we talked about this in our classes that, we didn't have a recession that brought on the housing crisis. It was the opposite. Right. You know, it was it was this major housing issue that blew up and it yeah. caused uh, threw us into a major recession. Yeah. And like we hadn't seen since the Great Depression. That's right. That's right. It was one yeah. for the generations. It really was. Yes. People are talking now about recession looking forward. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of different opinions on whether that will even happen. Yep. But if it does, let's be clear about that. If we yes. do go into recession, all that means is that we have two consecutive quarters of slightly negative growth. Yes. Can be negative. And that's just, not housing. No. That's we're talking about the other economy as a gen- yeah. in, in general. Uh, we're not talking about you know housing Armageddon you know or anything like that was experienced in many parts of the country a decade exactly. ago, so yeah you know, it wasn't that bad here. I mean we went down mm-hmm. sure, but but nothing like right. other parts of the of the country. Not yeah, some places are still struggling to right. get out of that. Right. So in fact, I, I saw a recent show on sixty Minutes about uh, Detroit and oh, some of yeah. the major changes going on there. For sure. Right. Oh yeah, big time. Yeah. Well, you know, for, for, for all the, the cursing that I've done about, about TRID and some oh, of the yeah. legislation that came out, yeah. um, some of it was painful medicine. But uh, mm-hmm. one of the biggest um, you know, laws rolled out was called ability to repay. Yes. That for us to Thank prove a loan, yeah, we have to prove a person's ability to repay. No more stated income loans or, mm-hmm. or loans where you didn't have to have an appraisal uh, and you could state your income. You make up whatever income you want and zero down. All that all that stuff went away. Yes. As a consequence, we have the lowest foreclosure rate in the history of the nation right now. Yeah, Our it's housing incredible. market is extremely strong. Yeah. And, and we don't have that speculative bubble you know, building, building, building mm-hmm. uh, that we did back then. Yeah. So you and I can't say this enough times. We've brought it up on so many of our recent shows in the last few months that we really want our listeners to hear that there is positive stuff that's out there. Our housing, you know, like even if there is like a short two month quote unquote recession, mm-hmm. it's not that your house is going to immediately go Plummet. into worthlessness. Right. Because we have people who are holding back mm-hmm. from doing things. And here we've got some of the best rates 
that we've seen in over a year mm-hmm. that are going on. And we, we've had a little bit of tampering down on appreciation. Mm-hmm. So it's not skyrocketing. It's still up. It's just it's normal still now. Up. It's, it's just normal. more normalized. Right. You know, and it depends on where you're at. Like Tacoma is still growing at 12%. Yeah, yeah. But Tacoma needed to. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're right. <laughs> to, right. Be, to be really honest, because they got slammed during the housing crisis. Yeah, that's right. You know, so they need to have a little bit of that. So good mm-hmm. for them that, you know, they're getting, you know, kind of what's due them. Because Seattle got more than what it needed, mm-hmm. you know, up here. That's People right. were having their house double in value in, you know, a four-year period. Right. So, you know, it's like... We have to kind of look at everything in a certain kind of way and, and recognize you can't just take one data point and apply it across. No, it of just, course. you know, there's, there's yeah. so many other things. And I still remember you and I talking about this uh, way back when because, you know, we've known each other and I'm thankful I've known you now for 17 years. Mm-hmm. But I still remember when they started all those liar loans. Mm-hmm. And because there used to be a difference between the, you know, what you paid. Right. In an interest rate between fully documented and a low doc mm-hmm. loan program. And right. when that changed, I still remember you looking at me going, yeah, things are getting a little weird here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we always joke yeah. that you're yeah. my canary in the loan mine. And sure enough, <laughs> WAMU went <coughs> not yeah. long after. That's right. So, yeah, scary times. Glad we're past those. Yes, thankful so for fa- that. Yes, very thankful. So we are going to be back after a few messages here on Open House with Team Reba. Thank you so much for being here with us today. We'll be right back. Open House with Team Reba on AM 1580. The answer. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Reba Hass of Team Reba, Remax Metro East Side. And I'm Eric Osnes from Homebridge Financial Home Mortgage. Yes. You know something I'm really thankful for that doesn't have to do with the whole housing industry specifically? <laughs> What's that? New staff. Oh, you got new staff. I have new staff. Yeah, I'm very excited. You. I mean, yeah. we'll see how everything goes. You know, most people are always on kind of like that, you know, probationary period. However, yeah. I'm very excited about the people I've got working with me right now. Yeah, take a little bit of that load off. Yes. Well, I mean, because, you know, thankfulness of also, you know, strong business, mm-hmm. right? You know, we've spent a lot of time and effort to, you know, make a strong business with Team Reba. Um, but I can't do it all alone. That's why we're uh, duh, a team. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> you know, that's the whole thing. <laughs> so I'm just, I'm thrilled because we have more licensees back on the team right now. So we have you know, more coverage and availability, and it's going to allow me to get involved in a lot of other things. You and I have always said that, um, you know, like we teach a lot of classes, right? Mm -hmm. I mentioned in the last segment, we're going to announce our schedule coming up in December for what the 2020 calendar will look like on some of our classes, right? That's right. And, you know, I can do more of those kinds of things in the public And we can also take that same class, you know, hey, any of you who own your own businesses out there or are managers inside the businesses, uh, if you're looking to help your employees really get a highest and best, you know, potential, well, taking our class inside can be quite useful. It's it's been a great benefit for many businesses, you know, to do that to sort of an added employee perk that costs nothing. Right. And uh, but this is the official uh, first time homebuyer class that's sponsored by the Washington State Housing mm-hmm. Finance Commission. Yeah, it's so financial literacy. It's a free class because it has to be. We volunteer yep. 
uh, to uh, teach this class. I mm-hmm. know for me, this is my 21st year of teaching this yeah. class. Yeah. And, uh, but it's not your garden variety boring class no. either uh, by any stretch of the imagination. No. We really, really go deep with topics that you will need to be a successful homeowner mm-hmm. and to know the process and to know what options and programs and things are available that you can take advantage of. And it really does translate into financial literacy. There's mm-hmm. a lot of organizations that are really trying to push that. And again, part of what happened in the housing crisis, honestly, part of it had to do with consumers who really didn't know any better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they didn't absolutely. understand. Right. And that has been something that you and I, for all these years that we've known each other, we have always put out there over and over and over is that educating someone makes them a better consumer. Oh, for sure. They're a better partner oh. when you're working with them. Yeah. I want people to know what is going on because we can make better decisions together about how they're going to move forward on something. Absolutely. Right. I can give better advice. When I know what I'm talking about, you know, the guidance that we're providing to someone, if they understand everything underneath that and then can then make a good decision, man, that's just like that's that's the holy grail right there. Absolutely. Right. Well, and and, and that's just it. And there's so much misinformation out there or misleading information. Uh, mm-hmm. that it's really important to know what the what the issues are. I was, I was at um, this uh, travel agent. I'm, I'm taking a trip coming up at the end of uh, March to the Philippines. Oh, very cool. And uh, Oh, gee, why would that be? I don't know, but uh, <laughs> so, just for the food. Sorry, just putting you on the spot. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. But Yep, just for the food. <laughs> so I'm there, I'm, I'm talking with the travel agent. We're finalizing the, the tickets. And they said, oh, I need you to meet my friend here. And the friend's got a brochure for a condo project uh, oh, in Manila. Yeah. And it's like, oh, this is this great project, and it's only $500 a month. And I'm like, immediately, you know, my hackles mm-hmm. go up. $500 a month. Number one, anytime somebody pitches something based on the payment, yeah. red lights should be going off, sirens, klaxons, oh, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Oh, really? Based on what? Well, what do you mean? Well, what price? What terms? Mm-hmm. You know, how much down? What's the interest rate? Yep. What's the loan terms? All that. And, yep. and well, I, well, well, I don't know about that. It's yeah. like, well, then you shouldn't be quoting information exactly. unless you know all the background detail and everything. Um, I look at the you. brochure. There's not a word in there about payments or anything else. But but people fall into that trap all the time, especially Mm -hmm. at car dealerships. Yes, they do. And, uh, you know, so... I wish they had an ATR. I do, too. And uh, at some point, maybe that will happen. Yeah. And we'll we'll see that better. Well, going uh, back to what we're thankful for. Yes. So maybe car dealerships haven't been completely modified. No, we're not super thankful about that part. No, but, but but what I am thankful for though is also going back to 2010. It looks like I guess we're thankful for a lot of things that happened a decade ago mm-hmm. because they reflect then today in a much better kind of way that this industry is being handled. And that was mortgage licensing changed. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Right? Uh, so it is that. nice to know that people who are in the industry today have to at least have a minimum standard of education, yes, because it didn't used to be the case. That that is true. However, I'm, I'll, I'll okay. give you a little caveat. bit more background. Okay, I'll give you a caveat. All right. Okay, okay. Here's here's the way it works. Uh, if you work for a federally insured institution, so a major mm-hmm. bank, most of your banks, mm-hmm. those loan officers do not have to take a test. Wait, what? They do not have to take a I test. I hadn't heard that. That's you're hearing it now. So they they have to be licensed through the NMLS, National Mortgage right. Licensing System. And by the way, can, you know, listeners, if you want to check out the background of a loan officer, maybe you're mm-hmm. thinking of working with, 
go to just Google NMLS Consumer Access. You can type in the name of any loan officer in the nation, mm-hmm. and it will tell you where they work. And there, you can click on a button; it will tell you their work history, okay. and, which is really interesting uh, because some some of them are raise your eyebrows. Oh, okay, this person's changed employers every six months. What's yeah. going on there? Yeah, because right? they run out of their mm-hmm. uh, salary. Okay. So, so if I work for a federally insured institution, a bank could be Bank of America, Wells Fargo, any of the big ba- any mm-hmm. any bank. Mm-hmm. I do not have to take a test internally. I have to take continuing education. Okay. So there's tons of, of online classes that, that have to be taken. If I work for a mortgage company, mm-hmm. for instance, I work for Homebridge Financial. Right. Now, we're not a bank. We're a mortgage lender. Mm-hmm. We're state licensed. And as a consequence, I do have to take a test, and I have to pass it with 75% you know, mm-hmm. you know, passing grade. Mm-hmm. Plus, I have to take mandatory con- continuing education. Everybody has to do that. So... It's, so okay, it's, so the difference it's the, a split. So you have to take a test, but you're both taking education. Right. So so the the federal uh, essentially escape on that is that well we're we're making our employees take this continuing education, and so as but a why wouldn't they have their people take a test? Well, they're just following under the umbrella of a federally insured institution, so they do not require a test. Now, some of the online classes maybe require you take a assessment at the end okay you know, so you're, you're you're sort of doing it i, I guess you're sort of yeah. taking a test but you're not sitting down for a three hour so they're not state licenses because no. they're through a federally so insured federal. oh, right interesting and, and i'll tell you what the the state license hmm. test is not an easy test in fact i mm-hmm. i have i know of many loan officers who have failed it you know, mm-hmm. multiple times before they can they can actually pass it. The yeah, route. well, okay, so that certainly explains why some of the conversations I have with some of the big bank contacts, I'm like smacking my uh-huh. head. Right, yes. Because I'm like, is. how are you also like supposed to be equivalent? And I guess you're telling me is they're not. I literally have a loan officer who wants to come work for me but has not been able to pass the test. Oh, and geez. So, and the, the way it works are they if, coming from a bank? Yeah. So if, oh, you, no. if you fail the test once, you have to wait 30 <laughs> days. You take the test again. Oh. If you fail it again, you have to wait another 30 days. You can take it for a third time. Because they hope you're going and studying. Right. If you fail it for the third time, you have to wait six months before you can retake the test. And the, yes, exactly, the Chopley you're studying. Ouch. Uh, but this okay. is, uh, it's it's it's. How not many times any... is this person? Twice. Yes. Twice. Twice. So far. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. Let's yeah. knock on wood. They get uh-huh. through number three. Right. Right. Part in, in well, because that's scary in, because in defense, you're, what you're telling well, me is like if, if you have to pass at 75 percent mm-hmm. and this person isn't even hitting that. Well, they could be at 50 for in, all we know. In defense of this person, um, English is not the first language. OK. And which makes it extremely difficult, okay. much, much more difficult. So, well, so and there, some of the reasons, questions on but, if yeah. some of the questions on the mortgage test are like the ones they have oh. on the real estate one. Yeah. There's some ones that are like double negative type yes. things, and you're like, why exactly. did they do this? They're ridiculous. And if you're, if again, if English isn't your first language, you're trying yeah. to take a test that's written, right? To and trip you're like you trying to translate that into mm-hmm. I can't even imagine right. what that's if, like with the double miss, negative. If you miss the meaning of one word, yeah, uh, then that's know. called hosing. Yeah, exactly. You're hosed. That's right. That's right. Jeez. So, so, okay. but but you are absolutely right though. The licensing but, is so much better. But let's compare this to, to okay. So at least there's education because uh-huh. before it was only one out of thirty people in an office had to have a license. Correct. It was the wild wild west. Yeah, it was yeah. totally out yeah, of control. It was just totally sales right. land. And I will tell you, I had a very interesting conversation recently with somebody where I asked them, I'm like, so what do you think sales is? Mm-hmm. 
And this person I know is listening right now uh, is probably going, what? Uh, But their comment to me was their understanding was like, you know, just being able to hit somebody's hot buttons. Mm. Right. And and I said, no, no, that is 100 percent not what sales is supposed to be about. And I said, if you do it the right way, I said, it's mostly listening. Mm -hmm. The best people who do their job well are good listeners. Mm -hmm. And what they're listening for is what's the problem you're trying to solve? Exactly. And is what solution I have for you going to help you do that? So then Mm -hmm. it becomes just a very mutually beneficial and also easy thing to have happen. Anytime you have someone who makes you go, you know, like, and and you feel like you're being poked and prodded and everything else, run away. All I can say is, quote, what's it going to take to put you into this house today? (laughs) You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, that just makes me want to quote Monty Python and they're like, run away, (laughs) run away. You know, (laughs) it's like, (laughs) that is so so not the way it's supposed to be. You know, but I mean, I'll tell you, even on the real estate side, there's actual training courses out there. This makes me cringe to have to tell people that these things exist. But there's a training program out there that I remember meeting someone once. They go, oh, yeah, I went to this class where they said if they don't buy at least within the first eight houses you show them, that you should just stop working with them because oh. you know they should, they should find what they're looking for at least in those first eight. You should just get them to pick one. Oh, my gosh. And I thought – for this kind of a potentially lifelong decision? Are you kidding me? That's like no. telling someone to, that's like a, an that's arranged ridiculous. marriage. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that's like yeah. an arranged marriage. That could go yeah. really, really badly. Oh my gosh. So, yeah, yeah, I know. Can you imagine that? Like, no. ugh. Yeah, that's not good. Although, not good. I, I don't know, maybe I want to talk. I've had some houses longer than I have husbands. <laughs> so I'm well, really good at picking houses. Pick the houses, right? You got that talent down, that's for I'm sure. I'm great at picking houses. <laughs> Oh my I think gosh. I'm getting really red. Well, you are, and so I'll, I'm, we're going to give you about a minute here to compose yourself <laughs> while we take a quick break. Uh, where you're listening to Open House with Team Reba. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after just a couple messages. And I'll be under control. <laughs> Open House with Team Reba on AM 1590. The answer. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back, Open House with Team Reba. I'm Eric Osnes from Homebridge Financial Home Mortgage. And I'm Reba Haas from Team Reba, and I'm just so thankful to be you, here today. You are thankful. Before the break, uh, we were talking about, mm-hmm. well... Manspections? Manspe- <laughs> yeah, we're, we're going to set up a new business now, manspection.com. I don't I know. Think... I think the site might be taken, but... Yeah. Uh, but uh, I think the comment was that you've done a very, very good job of picking out houses. But not so much men. <laughs> yep, I'm still available. Oh, well, there we go. I mean, I mean I'm, I'm dating, but, you know, still, it's one of those things. Well, you know what? I will say, so these are, so we're talking about things we're thankful for. Yeah. Um, you know, we've had uh, Mike from ARC mm-hmm. on several times talking about credit. Credit. Right? Yeah. And so- Lots of changes have happened in the credit scoring industry. Oh, big time for the that better. That have been positive for the consumer. That's right. Things like right? parking tickets that used to, mm-hmm. to show up and Medical. Muck, up, muck up your credit score no longer show up. Yeah. Medical collections, things like that. Or, yeah. Or takes months, nine months Six, or more for those to show yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, some, some really good positive those changes like that. Those are all very good for consumers. Yeah, and before the break, we were talking about uh, loan officers I do need to, to force people to have a credit score when they date me though i I just need that to happen for sure and not because it just you know it's just about 
Transparency. Of course. If you get to do it, I should be able to do it because especially if it's going to impact my financial situation. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that can... I've got I've got stories that people on air don't want to hear me talk about oh, with my ex husband. There's stories, yeah. <laughs> well, with not with, I or mean, maybe I, they do. Some of my clients, you can't believe those things that come up. So, oh it's yeah, good, really good to kind of have that full disclosure. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you're getting serious. Let me let me just sure. say, hey, if you're a business owner out there, make sure you pay your quarterly taxes, please. Mm. Don't okay. surprise your spouse yeah. with Sounds some like a things. Voice of experience, sir. Yep. Yep. yep, yep. That yep. would be yep. a case. Yep. So we. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. So we were talking about loan Thankfully, officers. he's not around anymore. <laughs> right. So so you and I met because years and years and years ago, mm-hmm. I was teaching a class at Discover You. Yes. Basically titled, How Not to Get Screwed by Your Lender. Yeah. And that and, was a great class. And, and back in the day, uh, it was commonplace for a loan officer to charge a higher interest rate and higher fees just because they would charge as much as they could get away with, and there were no rules to prevent that, and there was no law against it. And I had attended your class because the last home I had just purchased, that happened to me the day before closing. The guy changed my loan terms, Mm -hmm. and I was hamstrung into going ahead and closing because I was one day away. I still qualified for the loan, so I couldn't use a financial addendum to get out because I still qualified. So I Mm -hmm. couldn't say it was that I don't qualify. It was this bozo had changed everything on me. And I was so ticked off. And I was still working in software Mm -hmm. at the time. So it was before you and I met. And so when I went in the industry, I was like, I'm not going to work with that jerk over here because I'm still pissed off at him. Yeah. Right. And so you had that class title. And I was like, I got to meet this guy. Right. And I and I sat through your class. I audited your class. And I was like, man, this is great. This is <laughs> well, great. It was so awful back then. And, and I, I you'd see here loan officers bragging about, about it. You know, oh, God, I got two points on the back end off of mm-hmm. that person, meaning they, they screwed them and charged yeah. them a higher than market interest rate. Right. And and one of the the uh, laws uh, that came about as, as a result of Dodd-Frank in 2010 was mm-hmm. to eliminate that. Yes. In fact, now it's it's never been better yeah, to be a consumer. Yeah, prepayment penalties were another mm-hmm. segment of that that they could add on you. Oh, yeah. I, I heard oh, a loan officer painful. once explain to a customer, hey, well, you've got this great loan. It's called an A6. And every six months, the rate will change, but it's a really good rate. And um, now you're purchasing a home, so we'll give you the A6P. P stands for purchase. And so so we'll just sign you up for this A6P. And I'm, I'm, you know, crawling out of my skin because I know that the P doesn't stand for purchase. It stands for prepayment penalty. And oh, that loan no. officer made an extra 2% in commissions by offering a loan that, that, that locked up that customer for, in that case, for three years. So they're stuck with a loan changing every six months uh-huh. with a three-year prepayment and penalty. And I actually have a case of my very first client in real estate. I sold him a house in Green Lake. Awesome house. He had a good loan. He had a good mm-hmm. loan to start. And then I guess around six months in, he was one of those like rate shoppers. Yeah. And so he'd see teaser rates. Mm-hmm. And one of his quote unquote friends had gotten into the mortgage industry. This was back in 2003. Yeah. yeah. And they sold him a loan similar to that because he called me like another six months later. And he's like, Yeah, I'm thinking about maybe either getting a roommate or selling this place. And I went, What's Wait, going what? On? Yeah. And once I finally dug into what was going on, he was on a month to month rate change. Yeah. 
and it was based on the LIBOR. It's called an option arm. And yeah. it was yeah. awful. Yeah, and he had a three-year prepayment penalty on a $600,000 loan. That's a scary one. Yeah, yeah. LIBOR is going away, by the way, as, Good. A, as an index. Um, so it's we're in a, our last year of LIBOR. Something else. I'm thankful for that. that. But what LIBOR is, it's, it stands for the London Interbank Offered Rate, and it's essentially the interest rates of a six-month certificate of deposit traded on the London financial market. Why America went to a, an yeah, index like that? I was going to ask. Is is you know beyond description, but uh, and it, it's been used for a long time. Oh yeah, probably fifteen years. Uh, it started no, on the commercial at, side, well, maybe even longer than that. At on the least commercial because side. I've been in the business seventeen years, mm-hmm. and I remember hearing about LIBOR back then. Right. Right. Yeah, it's, it's it's a reasonably volatile index because it is based on six month certificates of deposit, so mm-hmm. it can it can move. Uh, Libor got into a bunch of trouble about five years ago because the index had actually been manipulated. Oh, really? Yeah, and so unheard uh, of. There was some fallout, uh, you know, from that, which is one of the reasons that we're drifting away from Libor as an industry. Uh, but good. but one of the the good things of the Dodd legislation in 2010 <laughs> is this can no longer happen. Yes. So loan officers now cannot be compensated on the fees or the rate that they charge you. They can't. They're still mostly paid on a commission. Super happy about uh, that. Which but which is fine. But but mm-hmm. the, that is based on typically loan volume. It's loan amounts. You know the yeah. amount of loans they're closing, not the rate, not the fees, yeah. not the loan program. They right. can't steer you into a program that pays them more. Yeah. A, no, I'm a, a huge fan of that. Yeah. I mean, that was one of the things I was so happy about because as you and I have both talked about numerous times on this program, it was painful watching during the housing crisis. You know, I had to work with so many home sellers that were losing their homes mm-hmm. yeah. because they had not understood the loan programs that they went into. Mm-hmm. And you know, many of them were dealing with job losses, you know, because they were from construction, banking, even real estate, um, you know, but they ran the gamut, mm-hmm. you know, of, of backgrounds. But the thing that I saw was the most common among all of them was that they just really didn't understand their loan. Right. And and that, you know, full stop on that, because when you look at an adjustable rate loan, the note, the document for that, and this goes back for decades when the very top of a adjustable rate loan mm-hmm. agreement in bold print full cap mm-hmm. at the very top it will tell you this is an adjustable rate loan yeah you know the rate it's and like payments a warning. will change yes you know make sure that you have read this thoroughly and fully mm-hmm. understand it and unfortunately a lot of folks most people did not didn't yeah. yeah the majority of people i can tell you for a fact that they don't read the documents right you know, we have. By I guess our that's agent. the same thing as the notes on a wood chipper. You know, do not stick your <laughs> arm in here. Well, for some people hmm, they don't. Yeah. Bad things will happen if you don't read. Yes. This, well, this I mean, I okay. So, like I mentioned, we have some new people on my team, and I one of the things that's required of this new licensee on my team is she has to go in and read every addenda document Good. from the MLS, Good. Northwest MLS, Good. and. I made her go count because, you know, one of the things that she has to do, she has to do it within a certain amount of days Mm -hmm. on the job, right? Perfect. And so she was like, that's a lot. I said, yeah, just go count how many there are and then split them up between all the days that you'll be working during that time and you'll know how many to read every day. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, are you serious? I went, I'm dead serious. 
And she's like, why, why would I do this? And I went, okay, first of all, I'm not throwing you out to our customers to work with anybody until you know exactly what you're doing. Right. It's the job. Right. That's the job. And you need to be able to understand. And like, if you don't know that that document exists, how are you going to know if it needs to go into an offer? You don't. You don't. That's right. And so now she's actually going through. And now as she's reading, she's like, now I get it. Like, she's doing it. And I love it. So I'm thankful for that. Well, I'm thankful you're all listening in today. Hopefully, this is a good show for you. We really appreciate your listening in to Open House with Team Reba. Hope you had a good Thanksgiving. That's right. We'll be back next Saturday at 2 o'clock. Have a great weekend, everyone. Thank you for listening to Open House with Team Reba. To contact us, visit Team Reba at re slash max Metro Eastside on Facebook or email info at teamreba.com. Join us again next Saturday afternoon at 2 for more Open House with Team Reba here on AM 1590. The answer. The preceding program was sponsored by Team Reba of Remax Metro East Side and Eric Osnes of Homebridge Financial Services.